What's up, Steeler Nation? We're back with another episode of everyone's favorite Steeler podcast, a sick production. Steelers crazy. We're still in the hunt. I'm JY. This is Michael Nicastro. Sammy, let's roll it and get to it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the sick podcast. Steelers crazy. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Yeah, so um, just, uh, you know, before we jump into uh, Steelers talk, uh, obviously, you know, the big news over the weekend, or should I say the tragic news, is uh, DeMar Hamlin. Um, I think I tweeted earlier this week, uh, you know, I, I covered him, you know, I met him numerous times as you did, um, at Pitt. um, just, just the, the greatest kid ever. I uh, just wanted to say that, um, you know, it, just so involved in the Pittsburgh community and just to see the NFL community and football world. And honestly, the entire uh, nation just come together. Um, it, it's just so frightening because you never know. Uh, when you're out on that field, but uh, we're very thankful. There's been, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I just wanted to shed light and, you know, say that, you know, we've been praying over here at the sick podcast and uh, you know, it, it was a pleasure watching him at Pitt and just to see him involved in the community. Um, and, and that that's, it's bigger than football. Um, I'm glad the game was canceled. Um, this is, this is someone's life. This is someone's son. This is someone's brother that we're talking about. So I uh, just just wanted to, you know, send my thoughts and prayers. And it seems like, you know, he's he's going to recover. And uh, yeah, just just wanted to get your take on that. There's really no word you can put into it because this is bigger than football. It's bigger than a game. I think that when this happened, I was sleeping and I woke up to the text and I was I was just in shock, honestly. Um, you, it's like, you know, one in 300 million, you know, this happens to. But, you know, thankful to the medical staff and and uh, everyone uh, everyone there that you know, you know saved his life so uh we're still praying for you three and uh mike if you just want to say something you know before we get jump into it yeah i mean no doubt you said there are no perfect words but i think you you said everything pretty perfectly there honestly uh there's no question it hit home hits home a little harder when your home is his home you said it we grew up 20 minutes from damar hamlin uh, we both worked at pitt we both met damar hamlin Listen, there are there are tragedies that happen every day in this country, things that are just absolutely awful. But it's it's not every day you see it kind of play out right in front of your face like we did on Monday Night Football. It was staggering. But I think ultimately there are some takeaways from this, which include the fact that he now has almost seven million dollars donated to his uh, foundation. He also I also like you said, I want to shout out the doctors. I mean incredible work i mean essentially reviving him bringing him back to life on the field so uh a lot of good has been done in in the aftermath of this injury and you you said it sounds like he's on the road to recovery which is really all you can uh hope for at this point no question hits home pittsburgher great kid as you mentioned uh and we're excited to to see what the rest of his life holds for him because you know he's going to bounce back and you know he's going to crush it Whatever he does, whether it's in football, in life, being there with his baby brother who has, you know, he's comforted for essentially his whole life. Uh, he's going to kick ass at whatever he does moving forward. 
Yeah, praying for you three. Stay strong. And uh, like I said, man, I tweeted it earlier. Uh, it, it's just great to see everyone, you know, come together. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, th- this is a this is a human that we're talking about. And I can't stress that enough that this is bigger than football um, at the end of the day. So let's let's move to, you know, some some Steeler news now. Um, the Steelers win in Steeler fashion. I believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers own the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, you can say Kenny progress has now changed the Kenny clutch. Um, I actually tweeted out and uh, took some heat for it because I was, I was just stressed and I was like, man, there's six minutes left and Mike Tomlin um, is, is going to have his first losing season. And what do you know? Never count Tomlin out. So I, I like to, con- I think that I contributed yeah. to that win because <laughs> I jinxed it the other way. But uh, is this Mike Tomlin's best coaching job? First of all, I'm going to give you big time credit. I've been waiting to do this. I haven't talked to you in a few days, not since maybe before New Year. I declared this season dead multiple times. I declared it over. They weren't going to make the playoffs. I think we all worth. did. They had a 0.5% chance at one point. But you, you always stuck to. It's Mike Tomlin. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do not ever count them out until that final game is played and that, you know, we see 0-0-0 on the score clock in week 18. You stuck with that, true and through. I could pull up your tweets if anybody doesn't believe yeah. that. And I declared them dead. And I, I took, uh, you know, a little bit of heat for that when I said I declared them dead this week. Uh, and I said we all pretty much did. And people were like, no, we didn't. Uh, that was you. Well, okay. Uh, let me find your tweets as well. Uh, but yeah, man, it's amazing that they're not dead. This team was one and four, two and five and three and seven. And now all they have to do to get into the playoffs is win against the Cleveland Browns. And I think hope for a Jets victory over the Miami Dolphins. Uh, The bills are going to beat the Patriots. There's no doubt in my mind. So too much motivation, too much. I think there's two ways it can go. Obviously a lot of people talking about the emotion surrounding that game and I'm not in the Bills locker room. I'm not in their bodies. I'm sure they're going through so much. But if I had to predict an outcome, I would say they play play for Hamlin, play their asses off, and go out and get a win against the Patriots. So I'm waking up each day, and I'm singing J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, And is it Mike Tomlin's best coaching job? Yes, I think we both can agree on that. There's so much that he's gone through. You want to talk about tragedy. A lot of people – I don't want to say I have forgot, but aren't thinking enough about Dwayne Haskins still. This guy not only had a rookie quarterback, he had a tragic death of a quarterback prior to the season um, that impacted this team greatly, right? And so you get a rookie quarterback, you have that awful Haskins situation. Uh, You have, you know, the record that I mentioned previously, so many things not going your way early in the season. TJ Watt gets injured. Matt Canada uh, continues to call plays. Right, Mitch Trubisky comes in against the Ravens and, and throws a, a handful of interceptions. And somehow, some way, they find a way. And I think I read somewhere that there was one week in Mike Tomlin's tenure where the Steelers played their last game of the season and they were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. That is absolutely unbelievable. We do take it for granted sometimes how lucky we are to have this franchise in our backyard and how lucky we are to have Mike Tomlin as a head coach. I know his playoff success has not been great lately, and he deserves a lot of heat for that for sure. But ask a lot of other teams if they would like to yeah. have meaningful one meaningless game in over a decade. And, and that's what that's that's funny that 
led right into this is that I, I tweeted like something about the Lions being 500 and I had like all 13 Lion fans like on my Twitter just coming at me because I'm like them being mediocre and being 500 is like winning the Super Bowl. If the Steelers do not make a deep playoff run, if the Steelers do not go to the Super Bowl every year, fans are outraged. And that's the difference between the city of Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise as opposed to others. Yeah. And and people, you can say what you want about Mike Tomlin. I totally agree with the with the playoff. I I, I understand that. But look at the guy's track record. He's a top five. You you can't argue that he's not a top five coach. I get mad at him sometimes, but at the end of the day, I'm never bet, betting against the guy. If there if there's time left on the clock, the Steelers have a chance to win. I said it the other day, too. You can't hate Matt Canada. You can't criticize the Steelers' offensive line. You can't digest the fact that T.J. Watt has was out for five weeks and hasn't been healthy all season. And then also say that Mike Tomlin has done a bad job, right? Like, it's either one or the other for me, yeah. right? Like, if you want to point to the fact that, okay, he has control over deciding if Matt Canada is there and every team has injuries – uh, right. And, and things of that nature. I think that that's your argument, but not many people are doing that. Everybody understands what TJ Watt means to this team. Their record is significantly better with him in it yeah. than outside of it. Uh, everybody understands that Matt Canada is still probably not the future offensive coordinator of this team. So with those factors and with the other factors I mentioned, rookie quarterback, tragic death of Dwayne Haskins prior to the season, all of these things. And then to have your team somehow in the mix after once again, starting two and five, three and seven, in the last game is unbelievable, but Mike Tomlin seems to just always be there. Yeah. And I know football is a game of inches and we we've been in so many close games. So if you flip like two, two or three of these losses that they, they should have been wins. And I know that's, that's comparing apples to oranges, but at the end of the day, like this season could, you know, we could very well be, you know, 10 and six um, easily. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so Kenny Pickett, let's let's uh, shed some light on him a little bit. Two two consecutive games that he does this. Kenny Clutch, as I call him now, he was Kenny Progress, but I think that the progress and and these people kill me on the internet, man, talking about oh he's not. Listen, man, I'm not saying he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but if you have a good defense and a quarterback that obviously you see, you see, you know, you got the turnovers taken care of and he's starting to, you know, be more comfortable. It's, I just, I really think that 2023 is going to be promising. If, if not, you know, if, if, even if we make the playoffs, you know, that that's, what's crazy about it. We're, we have a rookie quarterback with all the changes. Um, it, it's just, it's just amazing to see. And I, I just don't understand the people um, that, you know, get, get on Kenny and criticize him so much because Honestly, like for a rookie quarterback, like I think that he's doing everything that he needs to do. Yeah. Anybody who criticizes Kenny right now does it because it's stats derived. And I get that, right? Yeah. It's understandable. Statistics a lot of times are what make guys Hall of Famers, what makes them pro bowlers. But right now he's winning football games, right? He's won three of his last four games. You mentioned it. Two game winning drives back to back in absolutely critical situations because the Pittsburgh Steelers are still in the hunt playing for a playoff spot. I also want to mention that because they're winning games, the game plan has been a little different, right? He's a little bit conservative. 
The goal is to have the ball in his hands at the end of the game with a chance to win. Guess what? It's happened twice in a row. He's delivered twice in a row. You can't ask for much more, even though his stats aren't eye-popping, right? What would you rather take? Eye-popping stats, them trailing in games. A win. Uh, and, and Or win. Right. He's managed to do that. Look, look at Ben Roethlisberger's first couple of seasons. His stats were not eye-popping. Yes, he had some similarities. A very good defense, a solid run game. But Kenny Pickett also didn't have those in his first few starts. Kenny Pickett had a defense without T.J. Watt that was struggling. Kenny Pickett had a run game that was still coming together. Najee Harris was banged up, and Najee looks good now. The defense is back, and Kenny looks good. There's no coincidence. He had to be hurt. Do you think that he was hurt? Because this dude, I was like, when even I was tweeting, I'm like, start Jalen Warren, and now I'm thinking like, man, like this dude, that he he is just, he looks like, you know, he's running downfield again. He, you can just tell that he has that that charisma back, and it, it's a beautiful thing to see. I just wish yeah, it would have came flight. earlier in the season. Yeah, they put a plate in the you're a running foot. back, so yeah. Not just that, but he credited the offensive line after the game as to how they've come together throughout the course of the season has allowed him to elevate his game. And once again, I think these two things, people hating on the offensive line for two years, well, it's hard to gauge a running back if you think they have an offensive line that's not very good. They had a few new pieces this year, Mason Cole, James Daniels. Yeah, it takes time to gel. Now that they're gelling, maybe you see the elite running back the Steelers saw to want to draft him in the first round. And I'll say this, last thing about Kenny Pickett, right? You said it. Everybody needs to keep remembering it. He's a freaking rookie. Last year, Trevor Lawrence, who's going to become a superstar, had 12 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. You want to talk about stats? It was one of the worst stats in the league out of any quarterback. It's about winning football games, not turning the ball over, How about Aaron Rodgers right now? Nobody's comparing Pickett to Aaron Rodgers, but he's won his last four games, and he has one touchdown pass in each of those last four games. Is anybody sitting there right now saying, oh, my gosh, his stats, though, they are so bad. Yeah, he's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he'll ever get to an MVP-type level. But when you're winning, you know, I don't care if you're throwing for 87 yards in the first half. just doesn't matter to me. At the end of the day, that wins. I don't care. Everyone always wants to compare stuff, but if you think about it, in the NFL, any win is good. It's the NFL. It's the National Football League. You're watching the Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. I'm JY. This is Mike. Make sure that you check us out down there. We're wherever you get your podcasts. We're all over, and we're not going to stop. We're going to be going all off season and we're going to get you ready for the draft. And then before you know it, OTAs will be here and you know, we we just bring the best personalities, the best reporters and uh, you know, the players, we had the Chris Wormley show. We hope, you know, just want to send him some love and uh, make sure. We thought we'd be talking about the draft. Now we thought we'd be talking about looking forward to OTAs now. Look look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? That's what Tom, here's a kiss for the haters. He always blows a kiss for the haters, man. Kenny F and Pickett. Yeah, I love I love that. Uh, <laughs> I had to be quiet because my kid was sleep was sleeping in the other room, and I and I actually stayed up and watched the game. I usually fall asleep at halftime, but I was just amped up, and uh, I was like, you know, just <laughs> I it, hope was just all, it was all mannerisms. Words. It wasn't. Yeah, I hope her first words are not "dada" or "dad" or "mom." I hope they're Kenny Pickett. <laughs> they, might, they might be. Uh, so let's. Uh, Let's shift to the Steelers and Browns. Uh, obviously, you know, the Browns are having the season um, that they're having. They're they're already eliminated. Um, it doesn't matter. It's a rivalry, so I'm sure that they're going to try and, you know, knock us off. Um, I just – I don't I don't see it. I Deshaun Watson really hasn't, you know, showed any – I mean, 
it's 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 just they're the Cleveland Browns at the end of the day, just like uh, uh, ex Steelers said Juju. The Browns are the Browns, and uh, I, I've witnessed it for for more than a decade of 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 them sucking. So um, I don't I don't think that anything different, especially just with uh, what's on the table for the Steelers. Um, if you just want to preview the game a little bit, I, I I'm not really you know like you said and alluded to earlier. I know that that we have to win the game. Like everyone wants to worry about the, the the scenarios that we need to to happen, but the Steelers do need to go in there. And I think the number one thing, and this is all I have to say, stop Nick Chubb. If they can stop Nick Chubb, because once you you have the the running game going, it could you know open up some things. But the, you know if that's their only goal in practice this week is just find ways to stop Nick Chubb. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. I think it's going to be very similar uh, to the he, last. He's a great week. running back, and, and that's I, that hurts me to say any Browns player sure. is great, but he's, he's the, a good. I think the Browns roster is good. I think they're very similar to the last two teams the Steelers played, the Raiders and the Ravens, just in terms of overall team talent. So that tells me it's going to be a really close game, right? Because the Steelers pretty much trailed for three and a half quarters against the Raiders and against the Ravens and then pulled it out at the end. So maybe Kenny Clutch is going to have to put another game-winning drive together. Put it on a T-shirt. So, put on a T-shirt to propel the Steelers into the playoffs. Kenny F. and Pickett over there. Um, I, I think that you're absolutely right. Stopping Nick Chubb is the key. They lost to this Browns team in week three. Nick Chubb ran all over them. Their quarterback was Jacoby Brissett at the time. And even though Deshaun Watson hasn't played Great. He's shaking off a lot of the rust. I still think he's an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he's got a lot of talent still. And, you know, the guy obviously is going to hear showers of booze at Acresher Stadium. Uh, well, I think he's going to hear showers of, of booze the rest Every, of his career. Rest of his career, no doubt about it. But they're a talented roster, you know, good defense. Miles Garrett is still on the other side. You're right. Browns fans will hold the fact that they won one playoff game in the last 400 yeah. years. Congratulations. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and we still almost came back and won in that game. That's what's crazy. Is yeah, that, it was like 45 to nothing. And they, yeah, they I mean, came back and won. And then they lost to the Chiefs the next round. So they got a little taste of it. They're getting a little uh, hungrier now. Obviously, uh, people are talking about firing Stefanski because this team didn't make the playoffs. We'll see what happens to them next year. But I'm with you. I think ultimately – somehow some way by the skin of their teeth the same way mike tomlin has got it done for a long time the same way kenny pickett has got it done in two consecutive games the steelers are going to find a way to win uh, they're at home it reminds me of last year big ben's last game everything to play for uh, this was the second to last week of the regular season last year uh, and they beat the browns on monday night football uh, i think you're going to see a lot of similar emotion in that stadium especially given the fact that there's a lot to play for uh, and everybody hates Deshaun watson and loves kenny pickett yeah, and everyone just hates the Browns, period. It doesn't again that you can throw the records out. This is a rivalry just because it's it's a it's a train you know, a, a train ride. I guess you could take a train, but it, it's a bus ride. Um it's two hours. Cleveland's not far. I know me and you um, a few years back, maybe even more now, man, we're getting old, but uh, we went to the Cavs opener and kinda see Great how franchise. Shout out to yeah. Cavs, man. No disrespect. Yeah, they are. Donovan Mitchell said seventy one points. Even though they beat even Cavs. though they beat my Bulls. They but, did beat but, the Bulls. They're yeah. playing well. They're like the third seed right now. It's neither yeah, here. Nor so. That is probably the Cavs. The Cavs are probably the only Cleveland team. Just you know, the Guardians have, too. For yeah, John. the Guardians. Yeah, for Dave. Shout out Dave. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just do, do you think we'll, we'll just end it on this? Will the Pittsburgh Steelers be in the playoffs? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, and if you would have asked me this a handful of weeks ago, I would have fell out of my chair, and we probably would have ended this podcast for good because people would have been like, "This dude is nuts. He's an absolute moron. He just said the Steelers going to make the playoffs." Sick. The bill. He's sick. The Bills are going to beat the Patriots. I have no doubt about that. It's two. Yeah. Two things that need to happen. The Steelers need to beat the Browns, obviously, and the Jets need to beat the Dolphins. My biggest question, this is what we're going to find out on Sunday. Biggest question is, will the Jets care? Do they care? Their season is over. They have lost four in a row, I think five out of six. Do they still care about going out there, playing hard for their coach, Robert Sala, putting on a good performance, and beating the Dolphins? I would hope so, because if you're a Jets player, Dolphins are a rival uh, in your division, AFC East. Yeah. No one wants to lose, playoffs? especially to end a season with a loss. Of course. I'm just I'm just trying to put some positive energy in there. And listen to this, too. Obviously, Tua Tagovailoa is not going to play. Their backup, Teddy Bridgewater, dislocated his finger, so he's not going to play. They're down to their third-string quarterback in Skylar Thompson. So the Jets are a favorite in this game, but motivation to me is going to be the key and then ultimately, listen, at the end of the day, if the Jets win and the Bills win and the Steelers lose, they'll have nobody to blame but themselves. And I do think, like I said previously, it'll come down to the final minutes in the fourth quarter, just like the last few games. I'm taking Kenny Pickett and the Acushire Stadium crowd over Deshaun Watson in that scenario. And yes, somehow, some freaking way, call it a Christmas miracle, a New Year's miracle. I don't know what the hell just happened, in all honesty, but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to make the playoffs. Wow. All right. Before we head out, final score, I will say the Steelers 17, the Browns 6. Wow, I like that. That's a pretty big win in your estimation. I'm going to say higher scoring in the last couple games. We haven't seen much scoring at all. Defensive um, struggles the last few games. I think things open up a little bit in this contest. I'm going to say 24-21 Steelers. They haven't scored three touchdowns in a game. I think since Carolina, I think they scored three touchdowns three games ago, but I could be wrong. That's an explosion for a Matt Canada offense. So 24 points, Pat Fryermuth touchdown. Najee's going to keep pounding it. He crushed the Browns last year on Monday Night Football. Uh, the defense is going to make one big play against Deshaun Watson, and Kenny Pickett is going to lead another big fourth-quarter drive to put them up, seal the deal, maybe put them up 10 points uh, and win this thing, and then hope the Jets can finish off the Dolphins. All right. Well, there you have it. This is another Steelers crazy sick podcast. And I, I guess, according to Mike, that we'll be back next week for a playoff edition. So here we go. Steelers, man, we're praying. We'll be for back you. either way, either way. We're, we're praying for you three. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. And, uh, man, just, just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. That's all. Uh, thank Shout out to our guys, Sammy and Anel over there at the sick team. We're, we're, we're ready and, and geared up for a, a big 2023. Yes, and, sir. uh, j- just remember, man, There ain't no one working harder than us. Sick podcast, Steeler crazy. Here we go, Steelers. We'll see you next week for the playoff edition. Out. That out three. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Steelers crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.